Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome. Wherever you may be, you have found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Hellring. We're coming to you live, prime time, on the Voice America Business Network channel, And Business Buzz is brought to you today by On Fire Processing, where there is no burn, just earn. You know, one of the biggest operational costs you have out there is merchant processing. And if you haven't checked it lately, and let me tell you something, I did and found out I was paying almost 6% to another provider. You need to pick up the phone right now and dial 833-866-3473, 833-866-3473. 3473 and get with On Fire today because they can show you how to blacken your bottom line. To contact Business Buzz, you can call us toll free at 877 number 3 N O W B U Z or contact me at my show host website, which is Business Buzz, spelled B I Z Z N E S S B U Z Z dot com. Leave me a contact information for you if you want to be on the show or you just simply want to make a comment about your small business. That's the place to go. Well, I'll tell you what, shout out to our philanthropic organization up there in Spokane, Washington. We've been pushing this for months. Cookies to Cops, spelled exactly how it sounds, cookies, C-O-O-K-I-E-S-T-O-C-O-P-S dot com, a chaplain of former veteran U.S. Army of the United States Army in Vietnam, combat veteran, started this move a few uh, months ago, and he's handed out dozens and dozens of cookies to your first responders, your men and women in blue, who defend your businesses every single day on the street. You, as a small business, need to get in contact with him because he wants to start another initiative to help you adopt a precinct. Yeah, that's right. You, as small businesses, coming alongside your police departments and helping them weather the storm. I'll tell you what, I've got another advertiser out there, Letip, L-E-T-I-P dot com. If you are a business and you want more leads, you want more B2B exposure in your community, you need to get with letip.com today because they can show you how to make your business special week in, week out with those who represent your interests. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm joined by my incredibly talented, politically centric co-host, Natasha Friedman, today, all the way from the state of Texas. How you doing, Natasha? Welcome again to Business Buzz. I'm good, Frank. Thanks for having me on again. Oh, this is absolutely fantastic to have you here, especially you're in the zone, my my gal, in Texas, right? You're where it's happening. That is correct. I am in the Lone Star State. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Natasha, you know, I, you know, I'm sitting here in California. California, I'll tell you, over the last two years has gone through, in my opinion, holy hell on earth, okay, with a lot of the regulatory as- actions, uh, of the governor of the state of California. And uh, quite frankly, you know, uh, representation at the small business level really hasn't been what it needs to be. And that's the one re- reason why I started this show to make it an advocacy platform, experts and resources to help bring small business out of this incredible, you know, pandemic, like the Phoenix rising out of the ashes, right? 
And let me tell you something, Natasha. We are joined today by a candidate for the governor of the state of California, Anthony Tremino. Anthony Tremino is a problem solver, not a politician. He's a CEO and founder of one of the fastest growing privately held companies in America and contributing member of the Forbes Agency Council. Anthony has a unique approach to bringing a diverse group of people, ideas and perspectives together to build solutions that address and overcome complex challenges facing businesses, healthcare, and our local communities. Anthony Tremino, candidate for the governor of the state of California. Welcome to Business Buzz. Good morning. How are you? Happy to be here. Anthony, it's so great to have you on the show. I am a small business, Anthony. I owned Allure Metastetics in Yorba Linda, California since 2013. On March the 3rd of 2020, we got shut down for 90 days, which means not only did we get shut in, we got shut out from our customers. Now, we've been able to retool and come back up, and the company is basically doing very well right now. But let me tell you something, Anthony. There's a whole lot of businesses out there that aren't doing well right now. And I, for one, would love to hear what your plan is to resurrect small business in California. Yeah, so so like you, we were also devastated last year by the shutdowns. Um, we had actually just received the keys to our new corporate headquarters the day before the governor shut the state down. And so we weren't able to move in for at least a couple months, a few months uh, before we decided to just, you know, we were going to go back in safely and continue operations. But you know, last year was an incredible year for us. We we got that designation from Inc. Magazine as one of the fastest growing companies in America, 19 and in 2020. And the thing about it was, is that, you know, as I was driving to work, we were having a stellar year, had just moved into our new corporate headquarters, tripled our footprint, doubled our staff, and I was seeing great success. But I would go and on my way to work, I would see business after business shut down. I would go and pick up, you know, my morning coffee in a strip mall and see a fifth generation Italian restaurant closed, you know, had closed their doors of uh, new franchises had closed their doors, never to reopen and still haven't reopened. And so I saw devastation all around me. And part of the reason why I'm running is because I believe that California is not a business friendly state, as you know, but I believe that it can be the most business friendly state if we get the right kind of representation in office, CEO thinking, entrepreneurial thinking. So what I want to do for small business is a few things. I want to address our, our taxes, right? Well, first of all, I want to keep businesses open. So this whole idea that some businesses are essential and others are not is absolutely absurd. Every business, no matter what size you are, you're essential to your family to your employees and the communities that you serve. And so we're gonna keep business open. Then we're gonna look at our taxes and we're gonna figure out a way of dramatically decreasing, if not eliminating our income tax. Uh, and then we're gonna get people off the couch and back to work. Many small businesses that I speak to, especially in the restaurant industry, are open, but they cannot fully open. They don't have full operational hours because they can't get staff in because right now, employees are incentivized to actually stay home, collect unemployment and not get back to work. So it's crippling our businesses in a different way. Now that they're open, they just don't have the staff to actually stay open. So those are some of the ways that I'm going to help business because I understand from a very real, intimate, personal perspective, what small businesses go through. You know, Anthony, it's interesting. You hit kind of a chord there and whatnot. I actually did a show a couple of weeks ago with Trisha Yee, who owns the, the local, uh, excuse me, the Orange County local, ah, the local OC. I'm getting it wrong, Trisha. My <laughs> apologies. The bottom line here, though, is that she's got a question for you, okay? She's very, very concerned about the fact that employees are staying home and not going back to work, which is putting a tremendous shortage, right? 
tremendous shortage and hard to run businesses out here because you can't get enough workers. What are you going to yes, do about that, Anthony? Yeah, so like I said, um, I have many friends and acquaintances that are in the restaurant industry and they are being crippled right now. They're thankful that they're able to reopen, but they the incentive that we've given people to remain on unemployment and disability, et cetera, is absolutely absurd. I would take the Governor DeSantis approach in Florida and basically put a time limit, um, probably a 90-day time limit on people that are currently at home collecting unemployment. There will be exceptions. Obviously, there are always exceptions because I understand that some people are truly suffering hardships. But ultimately, we want to put a time limit on those benefits, force people to get back to work, and plug them back into small business. That makes sense. I'll tell you what. And by the way, that's the OCLocal.com. Correction, okay? Sorry about that, Tricia. Let me say this to you, Anthony. You hit also on another chord with me. I have done a tremendous amount of shows on the restaurant industry, not just here in California, but also across the nation. And we are still experiencing tremendous, tremendous comeback as far as that element of the small business community. How do you see that happening? Because Governor Newsom sent out a 12-page directive early in the game that they're still deciphering with their legal at this point. Yeah, you're, you're talking about how they, how are they going to, how they're making a comeback? How are they going to continue to make a comeback? Absolutely. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, well, first of all, we're going to get people back to work, right, so that they can actually open and stay open. We're going to do as much as we can to make it business friendly, deregulate, you know, the, the restaurant industry too is hit with a lot of unnecessary regulation, which makes it very hard for them to operate. Um, a lot of those regulations were loosened with COVID, um, outdoor dining, the ability to sell to go drinks, et cetera. And then they were then repealed and, and canceled. And I think that what we need to do is, you know, those businesses became incredibly essential during the pandemic. Um, they were our lifeline to, to, to food and to any, any type of social activity. So we need to support them, deregulate. We need to get people back to work. We need to make it easier for small businesses to start. You know, a lot of times small businesses, um, they have to mortgage their home. They have to take out significant loans because of how costly it is to start a business here in California. I want to roll a lot of that back. It's unnecessary. We need to be the most entrepreneurial state in the nation. And it's going to take an entrepreneur to actually be able to implement that. You know, Anthony, regulatory is a huge issue in small business, you know. I've been criticized many times you've been doing this show. Oh, you're too political, Frank. Well, I don't know how in the world you can't be political with all the acrostics that are coming at us left and right, not just here in the state of California, but now from Washington, D.C. How are you going to basically upend what Mr. Newsom has done over the last two years that has put, in my opinion, a new welfare state on the back of small businesses because we're the one that's going to pay the freight? Well, that's what I'm talking about. We, we have disincentivized people to actually go to work. And what happens is, if you think about it, this disproportionately affects the minority community because it, it keeps the minority uh, community dependent on government help. And that's the, that's the idea, right? If you can keep the minority, which in California is the majority, right? The, there are more minorities in California. There's 51% of the population is considered a minority. And so if you can keep the minority community dependent on the government, on government programs, not at work, on disability, on, on, wealth, on, on welfare, and you, you put that on the backs of businesses, like you say, 
then what you're going to do is you're going to create an entire society of people dependent on the government that are not going to want to vote that type of government out. You're not going to slap the hand to feed you, bite the hand to feed you. And so that's why California has remained, um, you know, uh, blue for as long as it has, because ultimately we have a huge minority population completely and utterly dependent on the government with no incentive to get off government help. And you got to imagine my, my grandfather fled communist Cuba to come to this country he left a country where the government was in control of everything. And when he came to this country, he understood the American dream, did not want to depend on the government. He came legally, first of all. And then he became an entrepreneur because he understand this. The, he understood the power and significance of being independent from the government, not relying on the government and finding your own way. And so he is the manifestation of the American dream becoming an entrepreneur, starting a company that still to this day exists in South Central um, LA 50 years after he started it. You know, Anthony, I'm telling you something. I was driving through Los Angeles a few weeks ago up to an appointment in Beverly Hills. And I got off the freeway and I'm going up towards Wilshire Boulevard. And off to my right was about three homeless tents in front on the sidewalk next to a transmission shop with the doors open doing business. Recently, your competition out here spoke at a church and made the comment that he felt that the religious organizations in California need to take lion's share of the responsibility to help the homeless get off the streets in California. Can you imagine what kind of burden that would place on something that was shut down for the last two years? But how are you going to address this? Because this is nonsense when you have homeless in front of a business establishment. That really hurts. I'm surprised you only saw three. I've traveled to uh, Los Angeles quite a few times over the last few weeks and months. And I used to be a, a Los Angeles native, LA County at least. And um, I mean, I, we, we've seen countless numbers. It's not safe to walk our streets. Um, we have, I, I run into mothers all the time who say, you know, I can't jog. I can't take my kids for a walk. I'm scared. I used, you know, I used to go out in my community and, and I don't want to do that. And this is not just LA. It's all over. It's all over the state. Um, it's, it's horrible. It's a byproduct of, you know, high cost of living. It's a byproduct of how the, how the governor has, has not allowed our police to actually be police, handcuffed our police. It's a byproduct of very weak mayors. It's a byproduct of mental health issues that are not addressed. I do believe that it's the burden of the state, but I do believe that the state does not have to reinvent the wheel. The state right now has on payroll hundreds of millions of dollars in people they've hired to address the homeless problem. If you fire those people and actually apply that money to solving the homeless problem, we could actually solve it. And so I agree that there are nonprofit organizations and churches across the state that have real people that can mobilize, that have mental health workers, social workers that can clothe and feed these individuals. Um, but I don't believe it's their burden. I believe it's the burden of the state to get behind them, to fund them, to give them the infrastructure they need to expand, but to support their effort. Um, because what, ta what the state usually likes to do is to take taxpayer dollars and try to reinvent the will. I think that there are enough organizations right now with boots on the street that we can make a real difference quickly. But I do want to note this, and this goes to a, a very strong conservative value that I hold. Whether we're talking about the homelessness, we're talking about drugs, we're talking about our jail systems, our foster care systems, everyone needs to understand that these are symptoms. These are symptoms of a deeper, bigger disease. And that disease is a broken home. 
We do not have family first agenda here in California, which is leading to the perpetuation of problems that spill out into our streets and neighborhoods. So while I agree that we need to address the surface level, the symptoms of the disease immediately, and I have plans to do that, ultimately we need to, we need to start focusing on the family, addressing these issues in the home, so that 10 years from now, we don't, we are not, we're not facing, we're not passing on these problems to our children. Anthony, I couldn't have said it better. We're going to move to a quick break here. You are on with Frank Helling live on Voice America Business Network, Business Buzz. We're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to me on the most incredible network in America, if not the world, Voice America. And it is now brought to you by MillionaireMindset.life forward slash death to wealth. Boy, it's a hard thing to get out of my mouth every weekend, week out. But that's what it is. MillionaireMindset.life forward slash death to wealth. You can see their banner ad on my show host webpage. If you're in debt, anything from your mortgage all the way down to your credit cards and all points in between, you need to get to that website, get on that landing page, and get with my good friend Dave Chase out there who can help to take you out of debt faster than you can possibly imagine. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to be right back with Anthony Trumino, candidate for the governor of the state of California, and we're going to be joined by my political co-host, Natasha Friedman, in two and two, and we're going to be back with more buzz for your business. Are you tired of being overcharged by your credit card processing company? Not sure what you're even being charged for? Well, at On Fire Processing, we are here to serve you and help you possibly save money and increase your business revenue, keeping you in the black. We are your one-stop shop for merchant services worldwide. Our motto is no burn, just earn. Please call us at 833, the letter U, On Fire. That's 833-866-3473. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P.com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. You're listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. To reach the live show, 
please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send Frank an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. Now, back to Business Buzz. Hey, we're back live on Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Kellering. I've got the incredible candidate for the state of California governor's seat. Anthony Tremino is my guest today. And now we're joined by my incredibly talented, politically centric co-host, Natasha Freeman. Natasha, you got the floor. Thanks so much, Frank. So, Anthony, why are you running for governor of California? Sure. There are a few reasons. Number one, I'm an entrepreneur and business owner, just like my grandfather and father before me. California is not a business-friendly state. I was on my way to Florida because of the taxes, because it isn't business-friendly, because of all the regulations and restrictions. And so part of the reason why I'm running is because I believe in the American dream. My grandfather fled Cuba to pursue. I believe it's on life support, but I believe it can be restored. And I believe that somebody with an entrepreneurial mindset that has built a business here in California and understands what uh, entrepreneurs face needs to be the one tip of the arrow to actually advocate and fight for business. In addition to that, I believe truly that we're facing one of the greatest attacks on our freedoms to date, which is our medical freedom. And it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you are on, whether you're for vaccinations, against vaccinations, for masks or against, it's, it's irrelevant. What we should be fighting for and what we can all agree on is that this is America and that we need to abide by the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and we need to protect our freedoms and liberties. And that includes our ability to choose what is best for our bodies and our families. And so I'm a huge medical freedom advocate fighting on behalf of families and children and parents and and everyone really for the right to make medical decisions at your dinner table and not have someone dictate them from Sacramento. So those are those are some of the main reasons I'm running. But I, I obviously have as a CEO and entrepreneur working with some of the brightest, best minds in the country, Fortune 500 companies and startups. You know, I'm I'm very excited about addressing the energy, the water, the homeless problem that we face. And I have some of the best minds in the business ready to sit at the table and attack these issues. So, Anthony, what are you doing to kind of stand out more so than the Larry Elders and the Caitlyn Jenners? Um, of the of the state of California that are running? And also, do you really believe that Gavin Newsom will be recalled? As you know, his aunt is Nancy Pelosi. There's been reports that she has put up millions of dollars to try to make sure that her nephew doesn't get recalled. There may be some, you know, mail-in ballot issues, some ballot harvesting going on. We all, obviously, we want to make sure we have a free and fair election um, with the state of California. So those are two questions. What are your thoughts on that? Sure. Um, one of the things that differentiates me from say Larry Elder or even Caitlyn Jenner or even some of the other front runners is the fact that you know Californians are not just electing a governor we're electing a CEO we're talking about the fifth largest economy on the planet we need somebody in office that clearly understands how to build a business sustain a business and and a successful business at that so we can't just elect a politician or a celebrity thinking that hey because they're popular because they're familiar to us because they know politics they'll do well in California. That might work in another state, but the fifth largest economy on the planet deserves somebody at the helm that quite literally understands business. I'm one of the few, if not the only CEOs that have built a company here in California, sustained it for decades, and that company is successful and thriving, and that's what we need in office. So that's part of the reason. 
uh, or what distinguishes me from the other candidates. Another thing, too, is that I'm actually conservative. So a lot of the people are running are running behind the conservative mantra, but ultimately compromise on many issues. I'm uncompromising. I have a biblical based platform. And I believe that, you know, we need a family first agenda. It's not about left or right. I believe that everybody in California, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, you were affected by the policies of Newsom last year. Either your church was affected, your business was affected, your medical freedoms were affected. And so everyone can agree on this, that it's not about politics at play right now. It's about actually, you know, a family first agenda that everyone can get behind. And as far as the election uh, integrity is concerned, I absolutely believe there there is an issue with election integrity. I've I've spoken to people at the Election Integrity Project of California who are at the forefront of bringing lawsuits against California for um, you know uh, election integrity issues. I'll give you just an example. On on the at the pres- the last presidential election, there were six hundred thousand ballots remade in San Diego alone. What that means is anytime you vote by mail, you put your your ballot in the envelope and you submit it in. Somebody has the right to actually open that envelope. They need to right to get to your ballot. They get to look at that ballot and then they get to determine whether or not it's legible. If they determine that that ballot is not legible, they can remake your ballot legally and then submit the remade one. So we have election integrity issues here in California and across the nation. And that needs to be addressed. We need a full forensic audit. So is your team doing everything that they can to make sure you have a free and fair election? Yeah, so as much as we can, every speaking opportunity we get, um, we're telling people to vote in person, not by mail, vote on paper, not by computer. And we are uh, partnering with the Election Integrity Project of California, who's at the forefront of this effort. Now, as you know, you have a huge illegal immigration problem in the state of California. The state of California is considered a sanctuary state of sanctuary cities all over the state of California. As governor, what are you going to do to stop the illegal immigration process? We're actually going to stop it. So we're going to stop uh, California from being a sanctuary state. We're going to implement very strict border. Uh, we're, we're actually going to shore up our border and get behind very strict immigration laws. Here's the thing. I'm 50% Mexican, 50% Cuban, and 100% American because I was born here. I'm the, I'm the right messenger for this to appeal to the Hispanic population so that they clearly understand that if we have weak borders, it puts unnecessary burden on the middle class. And and it affects everyone. And so what we need to do is, and I've, I've said this every time I've spoken, especially in front of churches, even heaven has gates. We need, we need, there's a process and a protocol to get into California. My grandfather followed that process and protocol, did it legally, became a U.S. citizen. I hire people that are on school visas that transfer into work visas. I know, I, I know the process. And I believe that if we don't have a strong border and strong immigration laws, then we don't have a safe and sustainable society. Now, as a governor, one of the biggest things you're going to have to deal with is the school board and critical race theory. You mentioned Governor Ron DeSantis. He has banned critical race theory. He has also banned COVID-19 vaccine passports, as well as masks all over the schools. The problem is that the teachers unions are overriding um, the executive order that Governor DeSantis implemented in July. As governor of California, how are you going to emphasize that students should not be wearing a mask in school, that we should not have COVID-19 vaccine passports, and that critical race theory be banned? Well, part of the reason Newsom is being recalled is because parents are rising up and making their voices known that this needs to stop. So 
electing someone like me into office will send will send shockwaves through Sacramento. The people will have spoken. And so what we're going to do on day one is we're going to lift the state of emergency that's going to take power away from local government and school boards from being able to, to mandate unnecessary orders like mask mandates and vaccine mandates. We're going to stop on day one all the talk uh, about uh, vaccine verifications and passports. And we're going to lift the mandates on our healthcare workers, teachers and students to have to get the vaccine to actually go back to school and work. Um, the reason the reason why, you know, at the end of the day, this, again, it goes back to choice. This goes back to parents should be allowed to parent their children. The science doesn't back masks. We're talking about the least likely um, demographic in society to actually get COVID and pass COVID. So what one of the, I, I'm the strongest advocate on this topic. It's my biggest fight, and we will be relentless to ensure that all mandates across the state, even at a local level, are lifted. Now, Anthony, or excuse me, um, Anthony, as you know, um, Governor Ron DeSantis, as well as Governor Abbott, they have issued a Regeneron infusion shots all over their state to help people that have tested positive for COVID-19. Um, are you familiar with uh, that? Uh, it's called the monocolodial antibody shot um, that they want to put into hospitals and facilities and, and nursing homes and VAs all over the nation. Uh, what is your thought on that? And as governor of California, would you make sure that they have re these Regeneron sites, these antibody sites all over the state of California in case somebody does test positive for COVID-19, they can get these shots right away with a strike team and they can recover from COVID within 48 hours? Absolutely. So we have frontline doctors on our administration and behind our campaign. Um, Dr. Dan Erickson being one of them, who was the tip of the spear last year in 2020 on this exact topic, fighting against Dr. Fauci um, with actual science. And so I truly wholeheartedly believe in giving people options and so and, and not about mandates. So I believe that, yes, I would do that. I would give people treatment options. And, and make it easier for more holistic and medicinal treatments to be available to everyone statewide. Well, what do you think about a lot of these skilled nursing facilities that are not treating people for their pneumonia, not treating people for COVID? You know, it, unless we, the people, you know, contact the governor's office, these treatments won't, you know, they never um, um, get used for people that really needs them, need them, especially people at high risk. What do you think about that? Well, it, it, it should be a crime for denying somebody the right to treatment, A, and B, by making these facilities available or making this treatment available statewide and partnering and educating and having, you know, people on staff that will ensure that people are aware, educated, and have access will alleviate a lot of that problem. Well, Anthony, a lot of your constituents, they ask, you know, what kind of Republican are you and what kind of Republican are you going to be if you become governor of California? Are you going to be like a Larry Elder who's kind of neutral, but he's like flip-flopping on his issues? Are you going to be like Caitlyn Jenner who is pro one thing and then against another thing? Are you going to be like a Liz Cheney Republican or are you going to be like a Trump Republican? I think the best way to describe it would be a consistent conservative Republican which is I've been unwavering on all of my topics for them for, you know, we've been at this for months and you can go back to some of our, my first speeches, my first post till now, all of the topics that I speak on were unwavering, were uncompromising, were extremely consistent. I'm not 
looking for a career in politics. So I have no no interest in telling people what they want to hear only to have an alternative agenda when I get into office. I want to actually go in. I want to liberate California, give us back the freedoms and rights that were taken from us, the God-given inalienable rights that no government has the ability or authorization to take from us, give it back, restore order to the republic, and then get back to doing what I do best is being an entrepreneur and, and you know, pouring into our economy, passing the baton off to somebody who's relevant at that time to carry on the torch. Well, Anthony, what do you say to a lot of people that are leaving California or have left California or have thought of leaving California, such as Elon Musk left, Ben Shapiro left, a lot of these big business guys? You know, what do you say to, you know, your constituents that are thinking of leaving California? What is your message to get them to stay? Well, to the ones that have left, I say, hold on, I'm going to give you an incredible amount of incentive to come back. For those that are thinking of leaving, I know what you're feeling. I was one of you. I was going to leave to Florida. I get it. I understand it. I didn't have hope, but there is hope now. This recall didn't exist when, when I signed up to run. I, was, I signed up to run for the general campaign, for the a general election in 2022. Then the recall got certified. And so, you know, we were running hard and heavy for this. But change is coming. Have hope dig your heels in, we can resist. And I, I do believe that California is the greatest state in the nation. Um, and I do believe that there is hope. And, but, but leaving is not the answer because if we leave, you leave with their votes, you leave with their voice, and we're gonna leave this state in worse condition than we received it. So this is the time, this is the hill we need to fight. And Anthony, you mentioned earlier in this segment, there's a lot of minorities that live in the state of California. There's a lot of blacks, there's a lot of Jews, there's a lot of Hispanics. So how are you gonna get those minorities, which typically vote Democrat, to literally cross the aisle and vote Republican? Well, first of all, I am Hispanic, so I can relate to them better than any other candidate, including our current governor. And so, you know, just the relatability alone, but. I'm a success story. I, I share my, my entire life story mirrors a lot of them. Immigrants, you know, grandparents who immigrated here for a better life, you know, uh, first, second generation who understand w the potential of being an American living in California. I think that they need to see hope. They need to see somebody who's actually been able to accomplish something. I think that I give them a reason to be hopeful, to be encouraged, to be inspired. And by getting in office, they will see that anything is possible if you set your mind to it. And so we are gathering some one of the biggest coalitions of minority groups uh, in the state, the Asian community, the black community, the Hispanic community. Um, we have such a diverse following and support group that spans the entire state because they get it. They know I get it. They know my grandfather got it. And I think we have a relatable story. So, Anthony, we just have four minutes left. So why would you think you being more, and I don't want to compare you, but I think you lean towards more being like a Governor Ron DeSantis or Governor Abbott. Why do you think that type of governor would be good in the state of California as opposed to like a Governor Kemp or someone who's a little bit more um, neutral, um, neutral centered um, as the governor of California? Because you can't be neutral anymore. Um, you know, we, we've seen an abuse of power. We've seen governors abuse their power in a negative way to take from you the rights and liberties and freedoms that are not theirs to take. A neutral governor will just, again, allow 
local governments, local school boards, local municipalities to make the decisions and they'll wash their hands with it. I think what we need is a very proactive governor like a DeSantis that is focused on giving power back to the people, less government, stepping out of your lives, giving you more control. So I believe that we need a proactive, you know, advocate for rights, liberties, and freedoms, less government. And those those governors that you mentioned are at the forefront of giving people their rights and freedoms back and not impeding or encroaching on your ability to live in a free society. And in your opinion, do you think that more people are wishing maybe President Trump was back in power? They're screaming more for his conservative values, that America first agenda, the make America great again agenda that he emphasized when he first ran? I think even if people won't admit it out loud, I believe that there is regret that is that exists all over America, because I believe a lot of those people who who were focused more on his being tone deaf, his commentary um, are realizing now that the trade off, right, they, they have somebody in office now that may be a little bit more uh, polished politically, but are economy is imploding on itself. World affairs are imploding on themselves. We're not in a better state as a country today than when, where we were two years ago. And I think that while people think it, they're not going to say it, but I truly believe you can't, you can't pump gas in California and believe that we're better off. You can't look around the world and, and, and look at Afghanistan and say, yeah, we're, our policies are better off. We're in a better position today than we were two years ago. You can't say that. So while people won't speak it out loud, I do believe that there is regret that we allowed our personal feelings and thin skin to get in the way. You know, Natasha, I'll tell you what, I've got a page of notes listening to you two. It's absolutely amazing. I'm so excited about the last half of the show. Listen, we're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Elling Live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by Business Group Resources. Hey, listen, if you're a business out there and you pay taxes in the last three years, you need to pick up the phone right now and dial 877-857-6875. That's 877-857-6875 because there is an R&D tax record. You got it, an IRS reg where you can get a tremendous amount of money back in your taxes that you paid in the last three years, plus six percent compounded tax-free interest so you need to get on that phone right now and call business group resources well we're going to be back in two and two with business watch where we're going to open up the live phone lines in phoenix so you can call in and mix it up with anthony tremino candidate for the governor of the state of california and natasha freeman my incredible political co-host and we're going to be back with more buzz for your business Are you tired of being overcharged by your credit card processing company? Not sure what you're even being charged for? Well, at On Fire Processing, we are here to serve you and help you possibly save money and increase your business revenue, keeping you in the black. We are your one-stop shop for merchant services worldwide. Our motto is no burn, just earn. Please call us at 833, the letter U, On Fire. That's 833-866-3473. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. 
and we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of Latip. Visit latip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P.com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way? It's time for Business Watch, where your voice matters. Call into the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or drop us an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. We know you've got something to say. Now, here's Frank Hellring, Business Watch, where your voice matters. Hey, we're back live. I'm your host, Frank Cohen. Now on Business Watch, this is a segment of the show where we open up the live phone lines in Phoenix and allow you, my listening audience, to call in and mix it up with my guests or me. So pick up the phone right now and dial 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790, and you can be on live on Business Watch right now. Well, oh my goodness, we've already got a live call in. Hey, do we have Derek Gibson out there? Derek, how you doing? Hey, I'm here. You got me. Derek, how you doing? And now, Derek, you're running for governor in the state of New York, are you not? That I am. Well, meet Anthony Tremino, who's running for governor in the state of California. Hi, Anthony. Uh, I read a little bit about Anthony. I'll follow him a little bit, and I know uh, that he's running. And I'll just listen to his message. It sounds... Uh, similar to mine, uh, he sounds like a great patriot and somebody that we need in office. I love that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Good meeting you. New York needs some help, so I'm glad there's a, a patriot out there fighting. Thank you. I am here, and uh, I wish you success in uh, in uh, California. They definitely need it. We are twins. We are in the same predicament, uh, the current leadership is destroying the state of uh, traditional values, taking our constitutional rights away. So I am on that same page with yourself. Right on. Good to know that. You know, it's interesting, guys. Uh, Anthony, you maybe don't know this, but one of campaign's 
uh, Derek's campaign uh, posters. He's riding on the back of a Harley going down, <laughs> going down the streets in New York. And he's out there talking to these constituents, right, in Brooklyn, in Queens, you know, the entitlement division, right, of New York City. And he's uh -huh. gaining traction by doing that. That's awesome. Right. These are things that we got to do. We got to enlighten the people and uh, just try to teach them some things. Uh, the school system has failed. The homes have failed. And these people know absolutely nothing about America, America's traditional values and nothing else. Once you talk to them and uh, have a great conversation, they a light come on in their head. So that's what I've been doing for the last two years, uh, gaining support, and I'm doing pretty well. Eric, I do have a question. How do you feel about the incoming uh, governor that just replaced Cuomo? Well, my personal thought, she's a, a nice young lady, but business-wise and political-wise, I don't think she cut the cake. Number one, why I say is that is because when uh, Andrew Cuomo was doing his thing, she was very quiet. And I'm, I'm going to remind you, she's the queen of the Me Too movement up there in New York. Uh, all those allegations came out about these young women uh, that he was uh, uh, allegedly assaulting or whatever. She stayed quiet and said nothing about it. She stayed quiet during the nursing home debacle. She didn't even say, have anything to say about that also. So I'm disappointed in that. But everybody deserves a chance. We're just going to see what she's going to do. She's been sworn in. And we're going to give her a chance and just see what she's going to do. I don't expect much, but everybody deserves a chance. And we just make uh, you know our decisions from there. Well, that's great. Ken, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you calling in. I know you're busy in your own campaign. Thanks for calling into Business Watch, and you and I will be talking to each other. Plus, you're getting married in California here soon, so that's going to be even great. Okay, uh, greater, okay? So thanks very much, Ken, for calling right, in. Right, thanks. All right, you got it. Okay, we have another live call in. We have Ken Jones of Give Bucks Corporation in Newport Beach. How you doing, Ken? Wow, I'm doing very, very, very good. Thanks for having me on the call. Hey, great. Thanks for calling in to Business Watch. You've got Anthony Tremino on the line who's running for governor in the state of California. you got a business out here I'm sure you want to talk to him about. Absolutely. It's interesting enough, uh, there's a boat, a uh, Don Dutch boot. I don't know, maybe it's a 50-footer 50 probably, parked right in front of my, <laughs> my establishment here, and it's got Anthony Tremino, a big rat, uh, running for governor. So that's it's, uh, what a question. <laughs> That would be uh, we're, so. Yeah, that's a uh, fifty-five foot. That's that's mine actually. And um, where what? So what business are you at? Where are you located right there? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in uh, Newport Beach, right above Billy's. Um, got a couple offices over here. Kind of have a campus vibe, and we've got an app, a uh, an app called Give Bucks. G I V is in Victor, B U X. So it's literally we occupy the entire second floor upstairs of Billy's and Bay. I, I know exactly where you are. You guys just renovated, you guys just renovated, right? That's right. We just renovated, moved in a couple months ago and um, we're really excited about the platform. I think this thing is going to be a tremendous boom for um, a lot of local businesses um, and charities. And then you know, we'll be able to support some of the nationally recognized brands and chains obviously as well. But yeah, we're really excited about it. Congratulations. You know, Anthony, also, uh, quite frankly, I, I talked to Ken, and he is willing to host an event for you upcoming, right, where we run small businesses into that wonderful corporate uh, atmosphere that he's got there. I think, what about Ken? You can put about 75 small business guys in the chairs in there for Anthony to speak to? Yeah, I think we can put a little more than 100 people total in the, in, in the, in the space. But, yeah, I mean, comfortably, uh, uh, if you're having a workshop or kind of a 
a little rally than you can put people in theater style. But if you want to have some mingling and kind of a mixer, I think 75 is a good number to have a good mixer throughout the place. Good well, deal. that sounds amazing. Would love, to, would love to do that. We should definitely chat more about that. Absolutely. I love small business. Well, I'll tell you what, what we'll do is we'll hook you, Ken, up with Sal Gonzalez, the campaign manager of Anthony, and we'll get this done, right? Absolutely. Amazing. Uh, what a coincidence. You happen to be right here. Yeah, we definitely, definitely should uh, connect and uh, connect soon. Sounds good. I can't wait. Looking Absolutely. forward to it. We're neighbors. Ken, Ken thanks Thank so you. much for calling in. Really appreciate it. Uh, and Natasha, have you got some final words as we're running to, to the close... Uh, Oh, the show oh I just not? want to say, you know, good luck to you gentlemen, especially you, Anthony. Um, another thing I would emphasize or preface is um, get involved with other um, races out there. You know, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she's running for governor in Arkansas. Vernon Jones is running to outseat Brian Kemp. Um, Christy Noem, she's up for re-election. As you know, Governor Ron DeSantis is up for re-election. Greg Abbott is. You know, get involved with a lot of these conservative governors that are supported by President Trump, if that's the type of governor you want to be, and get down there and work with them and maybe have a fundraiser together for that with them or have an event together with them. That will really open up the door and get a lot of donors uh, your way. Um, just, you know, some suggestions. Um, but sometimes you kind of want to go outside of your state and cross the aisle. Um, and to get to get funds and, and to get your name um, out there a little bit. Um, so that's something that I would that would be like my final thoughts um, as you're running for this seat. Uh, and hopefully, like I said, you become the governor of California. You, you win and um, we'll be calling you, you know, Governor uh, Tremino. <laughs> <laughs> that has a nice ring to it. That's what uh, we've been practicing that. Exactly. <laughs> you do it well, Anthony. You know, as we move towards the end of the close of the show here, Anthony, let's get a little bit heart to heart here. You know, I've been on this show since August the 5th, right in the middle of the pandemic. Okay. We launched this show because we felt that small business had lost its voice. I used to be a consultant in the National Federation of Independent Businesses back when I was in the equities realm. You know, the NFIB, that's the Republican business think tank that has lobbyists on K Street, right? And I've been back there many times from the midterm presidential elections and the elections and worked with the vice president of benefits of the NFIB. NFIB has gone from 660,000 members down to 300,000 from 2008 to 2015. Who was in office then, my friend? Guy by the name of Obama, right? Mm -hmm. Brick and mortar small businesses are reeling right now, Anthony, in this country. You know, we hear this, you know, poppycock that I consider it to be, oh, well, small business uh, applications are up. Yeah, well, they're all online and not brick and mortar. Brick and mortar is closing every day that goes by. There's a benefit out there right now, Anthony, called ERTC, right? This is another funding benefit. Believe it or not, it actually inaugurated under the Trump administration. He didn't have time to, to get it in place. Now Biden's caught wind of it. And he, I think, is trying to get on the good side of the conservatives, right, by bringing money to the table for small businesses. But this is money that's available to small businesses right now who had a bona fide employees in 2020, 10 or more. They can get up to $28,000 per employee. Absolutely no payback. What do you think, Anthony? I think that's amazing. I think that that's probably something that we need to educate more people on. <clears throat> I think there are a lot of programs out there for struggling small businesses, they need to be aware of. I know when I started my business, it was very difficult to get a hold of information that could help me. I had to, it was just a lot of trial and error. So 
I'm glad that you mentioned it. Um, I think that you should talk more about it and give people some information on where they can get access to it. Because like you said, small businesses are suffering and I'm a huge brick and mortar guy in my business. Uh, we could have easily closed our doors and worked remote, but we still, you know, we operate 17,000 square feet in Irvine, California. I'm a huge advocate for collaboration, being in person, brick and mortar. And so we'll never go into a fully wireless or remote uh, environment. I, I believe that, you know, uh, that's the way to conduct business face to face. So thanks for mentioning that. I think we need to get the word out. You know, also along those lines and you being Latino Hispanic, you know, I know what it is to do business with Latino Hispanics because I used to be on the deal team to put the NFIB together with the USAC which is the biggest Latino merchant uh, association in California. I know what it is to get outside the Holiday Inn and smoke the Cubans, right? Like you mentioned before. <laughs> so, I think, yeah. I, yeah, but what's interesting is, is that the Hispanic community makes up 12% of the entire population of small business in the country. 9% of it's right here in California. That is crazy. It's a stat people don't talk about a lot. And, um, and it, it, you know, it goes to that, immigrant mentality like my grandfather a lot of people come to this country and so many of them don't want to be dependent and they start businesses and you know small business is the backbone of america we deal with fortune 500 companies at my at, at traffic and in, in kind of in the advertising world but you know i i realize how how small a percentage of the overall economy that those companies actually represent it's the small businesses um, that we need to support, get behind, advocate for. And, my, you know, the minority communities are at the forefront of, especially here in California, uh, starting small businesses. And so I think that's incredible. You know, it's an amazing statistic. And I just happened to be in, you know, at a, a friend's house, you know, and I just dialed it up. I said, what's the percentage of small business in California? You know what the number was, Anthony? 99.8%. 4.1 million businesses in California, encompassing 99.8% of the entire business community in California. And without a doubt, Governor Newsom has slammed them to the ground. Oh, yeah. Choked them out. Made it incredibly difficult for them to survive, much less thrive. And I, that's why a lot of people are leaving. And it's, it's unnecessary. It's uncalled for. And we... I mean, I want to make California the most business-friendly state in the nation. I believe we can be. We have the, the workforce here. We have the ingenuity here. Um, we have the people willing to do it. I, I think that, you know, I, that's, that's, that's the future of America is, is in small business. You know, Natasha, I'd love to have you. We still have a little time to go on the show. I'd love to have you address something with Anthony on a national scope basis, especially the nonsense that's going back in D.C. right now that could affect California. Well, I mean, basically it has to do with the economy and it definitely has to do with these Afghan refugees that are coming in all into our country because of the horrendous acts that Joe Biden and his team put together. I mean, they should have done what President Trump implemented. He thought he could do a better deal. Now we have all these Afghan refugees that are coming in and they're again coming in illegally. They're infesting our country, our states with COVID. And this is where the lockdowns come in, the mask mandates come in, the COVID-19 vaccine passports come in, and that's what's going on. It's a problem. Yeah, don't even get me started on, on what's happening in Afghanistan because, you know, the, the crisis in Cuba that's, that is still happening that no one talks about anymore. Um, you know, we were, our, our 
government in Washington had said that it, it didn't matter if you escaped bullets, if you escaped persecution, if you jumped on a life raft, if you, you know, risked life and limb to get to the United States and you made it on our shores, you are not welcome here. That's what they said to the Cuban people who mm -hmm. were um, being beaten and incarcerated and exiled and starved. But yet we're going to put thousands of Afghan refugees on a plane and send them here to not only to the United States, but even Gavin Newsom, our governor, said, we are a sanctuary state. We'll receive them. Yeah. Absolutely absurd and crazy. And believe me, that's not that's nonsense, Anthony. And if you want to find out more about Anthony, go to anthonytremino.com. Right, Anthony? Anthonytremino.com, or you can follow us on Instagram at atremino. Outstanding. Yes, okay. You. Well, we got to cut to the end of the show. My engineer is going to kill me. Okay. Thank you for turning to Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or have a business that needs to elevate your brand, expand your reach, you need to dial that phone, 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. And to learn more about the show, visit my business website at businessbuzz.com. The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase. Tune in next week as we bring more guests and resources to make your business buzz. Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Hellring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business.